All right, guys, we're here with our friend Brandon Garland here at Traffic Conversion in San Diego. We're in the VIP room here today, so you're going to hear some noises. Uh, maybe people walking in. I don't know. It'd be crazy. It's going to be uh, lots of stuff happening today. So if you do hear some background noise, because, you know, we're on the road. So we're doing Roadshow Podcasts. Yeah, that's, that's how it happens. That's how it works. So Brandon Garland, super, super excited to have him here. Hey, I appreciate you having me on here, buddy. Now, Brandon is going to talk about how he grew a Facebook group from zero to 200, over 200,000 in less than eight months, which is insane if you think about that. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's an entrepreneur an expert marketing, advertising, uh, million, seven figure, million dollar plus, uh, print on demand business, uh, group book sales over 20,000. I mean, this guy is just insane. Like I go to him for, uh, marketing copy, um, myself. So like this guy is good. So, um, Appreciate that. But yeah, man, thanks for, thanks for jumping on and uh, chatting on, uh, Facebook groups. Well, one thing just real quick, Facebook, did you anticipate growing a Facebook group? Like, was that your initial goal or was that a byproduct of something that you did? You know, when it comes to like my focus, it's it's really about finding an audience, like the right audience that would, I think that could easily, you know, have some pain points that need some solutions to it. So by no means that I intend on growing a group like that. I think it just, it you know, a lot of times it just fell into place like that. And uh, then I started honing in on it, you know, and, and noticing it. So taking sort of focusing my energy on there a lot. So what was a number that you got to? You're like, holy cow. When, when, like, when there was like a thousand to 2000 people a day, like a day, get, a day. That is nuts. A thousand to 2000 a day, just, uh, you know, coming in automatically. So, so when that, <laughs> when that first happened, what, like, did you go back? Like, what happened? So, would you go to go back? Figure out why this is happening? Like, I, what? Well, I think there's a there's you know with Facebook and stuff, there's a lot of algorithm things you know where, um, and we can get into this more too. But you know, the user generated content that's what Facebook wants, right? They want when people go on Facebook, they want people to have a good experience. And so, I think with groups, you know, a lot of times if you look at your own newsfeed, you know, anymore it's a lot of people complaining about politics. A lot of mm. people kind of complain about just whatever. So I think people are really starting to kind of flock to groups that they feel part of. Um, that way they can kind of skip the drama. Of course, we have drama in the group all the time still yeah. too. But when you have that uh, many people, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, that's a full time job yeah. just to try to get, you know, kind of suppress all the uh, the negativity and things like that. Uh, Facebook actually kicks in too, and they uh, have some sort of automated. You know, they'll remove things that are against their guidelines. Yeah, so that you set up some keywords out. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that that's the thing, you know, and and. When, when people, <clears throat> when there's a lot of, when you're in an audience, I should say, that has the ability to like share what they're doing, then Facebook loves to reward your group for that because they think, hey, if these people are having a good time, then, you know, there's going to be other people that are going to be similar to them. And, and uh, they kind of put that into, you know, in their face as well. Yeah. Yeah. Can, so can you break that down for me? Like what, so what was the mechanisms that got it pushing? I mean, because Facebook helps, right? To, but like, what was the what was the mechanisms that got your groups to really scale and grow? I think you know, for the most part, just like anything, if you launch it and it just sits on a shelf, I mean, it's not going to you know, you got to have some traffic initially. So I do a lot of advertising and things like that. So the the group was actually sort of the um, a, framed as like a bonus. So I have a front end offer, and when somebody buys that offer, then they're going to get access to that group. Um, but that group's also, so in the beginning, I didn't want like people to walk in the group and there's nobody there and you know, there's crickets. And so we're, we're selling this bonus that really isn't valuable. So I wanted to keep that open to the public as well. And what, what shifted was, is 
I wanted to use the group as the selling tool for those people that got in and also for just organic people as well who, because those people got in, because those people were, uh, you know, user-generated content, posting their, their products and, or their, um, their projects, I should say, then that's when I was, you know, starting to really scale the front end up and, and it kind of all came together there. So to break it down, you know, when people buy my front end products, then they would get access to it. <laughs> And as they started intera um, interacting and engaging with the group, and of course me as well and my business partner, we um, just wanted, you know, going live all the time and just trying to keep that group fresh content, keep it alive, keep things flowing. And, uh, and then, then it just started snowballing, really. Yeah. So with, with Facebook <clears throat> groups, so like that's, so that's some of the mechanisms for growth. So, you know, for you guys, you guys use it to remarket, resell to your audience, and I mean, keep in front of mind, right? And you kind of building a community too. Um, I, I guess, wait, I guess, what should should people build focus on Facebook groups? Like, which, like, if you're like an audience out there, if you're listening, like, all right, cool, I'm an affiliate. Either I'm I'm uh, an affiliate, I'm um, you know fairly new, or let's say you're just a seller on the ClickBank platform, like. Like, would it make sense to focus on building a Facebook group and building community? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, what it comes down to is what your audience is, right? So if you're, most of the time, affiliates, you know, they're going to pick something that maybe they have some passion for or some background for. Um, and to be able to congregate anybody into a group like that gives you the another, another ability to sort of use that as a channel or a marketing channel, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the main thing, the most valuable thing from the group, in my opinion, is, is getting everybody's emails out of it, yeah. right? And then that way, not only are they, they sign into Facebook and there you are in their newsfeed, but they also check their phone and there you are in their inbox as well. Yeah. And so one of the things, <clears throat> when we were getting 1,000 to 2,000 people a day requesting, I thought, how can I extract those emails from those people requesting? And so what we would do is, is because people who bought the front end product also got access and because we also had it open to the public, we would state, you know, hey, a lot of the members in this group, they want to be, um, they're part of our course. And if you want more information about the course, put your email in and we'll send it to you. Mm. And so what we realized is, is when people were signed up. Where, about, where, do you, where do you put that at? So there's actually, when people will join your group, you can have questionnaires. Okay. So you put in the questionnaire. Yeah. So we had three questions. One was, you know, why do you want to do, in this case, it was uh, for, uh, flipping furniture. Okay. So one of the cases was, or questions was, why do you want to do that? So, um, and that would give us all kinds of marketing data, you know, that we can kind of use in our marketing from the front end on the advertising. Um, when people requested to get their email, uh, there, was, there was a huge pain point on my end where it's like, well, how do I extract all these emails out and not do it in a manual way? And so there's all kinds of plugins out there that you can get. And it's a push of the button where it actually approves people and it can suck those emails out and stick it into like zape it right into uh, oh. active campaign. Okay. And then all of a sudden or whatever, you know, autoresponder you're using. Yeah. Um, in that case, then you can just follow up with them and, uh, you know, have an automation that targets those people. So when they put their email and you capture that, so you're not doing it manually. No, not now anymore. That's super cool. I, tr I actually hired out a, uh, uh, what do you call them? A, um, just a, my support girl. I can't even think of the okay. right name. But she, um, she would go in there and it was like, for her to do that was super expensive. And I was always having to like manage her, hey, you know, can you do that in the morning? Can you do it in so the like middle of the day? So like a VA that you had or? A VA, okay. virtual assistant, yeah. yeah. So, and then that, and then when it came to that, you know, plugin or something like, it was a uh, Chrome extension. Okay. And it just feeds it all out and pops it right in for me, so. And into your, into your yeah. email software. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. okay. It so, was good time. <laughs> so what do you guys, so what happens next? So like, 
uh, I kind of want to follow the trail a little bit because I'm very curious yeah. about this. You know, so you get their email information. What happens next? So once they once they get their email information, it pops them over to an autoresponder, and then I say, hey, you know, thanks for joining the group. Uh, you requested this, and then I start going into the more copy. You know, okay. teaching them. It's um, like a series of emails that they would get. Yeah, series of emails that they get um, every day. Every day they get a new email. And for who's writing these emails? Is that you? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, oh, geez. Emails. So he keeps keeps you busy. Yeah. And you know, and and that's the thing. When you have a group, see the the difference is is the group you get to see faces. You yeah. know, with email, you're not really getting to see the person. It's more of a, I mean, they're still humans, but you get you know, it's more of a broadcasting system. Yeah. You know, with this, it's like you get to engage. You get to, um, you know, if you have a group, which I always recommend, if you're going to have a group, make sure that it's a group that people can kind of. Like if like art, for example, I mean, if you had a group about art or crafts or things like mm-hmm. that, people are going to want to share that. I mean, that's what social media is all about, becoming, you know, being social and sharing. Right. So everybody gets on there. They want to share their their uh, their their stuff. And then you can kind of use that content, the user generated content. You can use that within your emails. Mm-hmm. You know, did you miss this interview? Or um, a lot of times I'll try to take my uh, members and I'll interview them to learn their background. And, and if somebody puts a wild, you know, transformation piece in their project, then I want to like you know, kind of like it. showcase that. And then I can re- regurgitate that content with what, with my email campaigns as well. So, so the people in the group are sharing almost kind of giving you testimonials. Yeah. Yeah. And then you use those testimonials in the emails. Do you ever get people reaching out, like reply back? Like, Hey, that's my, <laughs> no, like Sharon. No, they, they not, love not a bad way. Not that they're set. Just more of like, that's cool. They, we actually talked to them first and they love, like, that's what they're there for. They want to share their content yeah. and they want to, you know, they, they actually feel honored. I'll get that a lot. I yeah. feel honored to do an interview with you. Or I feel honored if you were to share that or something, you know? So it's uh, it kind of, it's a win-win for everybody really. Yeah. So that feeds more content back into the group again. Yeah. And yeah. promoting the people who haven't purchased the course yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. It's just, it's recycling it. And that's, that's the other thing, you know, it's with groups. It really, it really does. It gives you, it, it provides content on a, on a silver platter for you, mm-hmm. you know, and um, as long as you make an agreement with the, the user there, um, then, you know, you can recycle that in a lot of different ways. You know, sometimes I'll even reshare it in the group, you know, and, and, and bring attention to it with them. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, I mean, it's, you know, it's what I view it as a cocktail party, basically the groups. So, so when you're <laughs> growing it so quickly, like a thousand, 2000 people where like, how are they finding you? Was it people who inside of your marketing efforts, you're running ads towards, or was it just natural? Or that's the initial group? pump. Okay. Um, that's the initial pump. And I think once everybody gets in there, what happens because the people are generating so much content that people, other people, I mean, some of these posts get a thousand to 2000 likes. Wow. Right. Okay. And so That's if, if somebody's, yeah. And if, so somebody's going to go in that search bar on Facebook and they're going to search for anything related to your group, then guess what? You're going to be at the, it's like Google, right? Yep. You know, you, the more engagement you get, you're going to be at the top of that, that search results. And so when people, and then it'll, it'll say, you know, how many posts a day you get. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's what, in my opinion, what, what uh, makes you go on the algorithm. Cause I've seen groups that are 150,000 or 100,000 mm-hmm. and they're a little bit lower than the other ones because they only get 10 posts a day. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, so they're crickets. based on engagement of that yeah. Facebook group. You're getting rewarded for engagement. That's what Facebook's all about. Is, is there something that you're doing that's getting more engagement from people than other groups? I think, I think the the main thing is, is when you, I don't know if it's me personally, but I think it's more so about the group um, atmosphere and okay. what it is as far as like people wanting to put in their, you know, share their work, I should say. Okay. So if you like, like, uh, 
crafts, for example, or interior design or anything like that. You know, if you can get a group together where people have the ability to share, um, then that's what's going to keep the keep it growing like that. Yeah. Okay. And so we encourage that. You know, we go live a lot in the groups. Okay. Um, There's contests that we hold, uh, giveaways and things like that in the groups. But the end goal, I mean, the end goal every time for us is to get those emails out of there because that's who we, you know, now you have a closer relationship with them. Now you can end up in two places, you know, with them. Yep. So what, so is there, is there like a, a level to, so it's, it's a furniture flipping course. Yeah. And is there a levels to the course itself or is it just like just one course and the upsells, downsells that you attach to it? Yeah. So, you know, when it, when, when it comes to Facebook advertisement, the number one thing I look at these days, especially with all the tracking, you know, issues going on is we're almost like back in the Mad Men days, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like David Ogilvy, you know, right? mm-hmm. you know he would, um, you know, toss a bunch of money and hey, you know, whatever money you put in, hopefully a lot more money comes out. Right. right. And so that's kind of where I'm, I view it, too. Um, so with the course, the main thing I look at is the average order value of what my funnel is going to be. Okay. So the course, you know, you started out with um, our, our price point is $67 one time. And then we want to make sure that we're going to continue to expand. So we have, you know, a cart bump, which is um, weekly calls. Mm-hmm. That's, so, you know, we're, the course, it's, or the funnel itself is always about trying to stay engaged with that audience. Yeah. Um, so even from a, you know, an affiliate perspective, Um, If you're promoting a product and you want to start to create like an ecosystem around it, right? Right. So if somebody, you know, if you're doing crafts or interior design, you're going to have, you know, you're going to promote, you're going to start to have an audience like that. Um, And then all the, all the products on the back end of the funnel, try to encourage more engagement with that audience. Mm -hmm. So for example, if somebody were to buy the course, we'll we'll have a, um, a little cart bump is what they call it. Where you know you can, you've seen it probably yeah, where you yeah, go to the exactly. checkout, you can click that little check mark and yeah. then it bumps it up 27 bucks or however okay. much. Right. Well, those are actually weekly calls that okay. we do. So, those weekly calls, what that is, is every week we get on there and all it is is a QA. That's yep. it. So, I mean, there's no product production or anything like that. Yep. So, if I were an affiliate, you know, and I found a product like that, I would love to, you know, have a way where I can bump them to something where I can start engaging with them, you know, especially right. if you're in that space. Build a stronger community, yeah. I would imagine, too. Every, if you're talking week, to them every week. Every week. Yeah, you, you're you know. talking to them and, and, and there's another opportunity to sell to them. Yeah. You know, because, and they, you know, they, nobody's, you know, you don't come out sleazy about it, but yeah. if you're helping somebody and you say, hey, we also do these workshops once a month mm-hmm. or um, we, you know, do coaching or whatever you want to do as far as trying to max your profits, then yeah. that's a huge opportunity to, to do that. Have you run any affiliate offers to it yet? Uh, what's that? Have you ever run any like type of affiliate offers to that group? Are you promoting absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing too is when you have an asset like a group of two hundred thousand um, people in there, you're able to take that and sort of use that um, clout, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it, to go to other affiliates in similar spaces. Yeah. You know, and you're able to rather not just blast an email out, not just run ads. You're able to use going live, yep. right? You can even invite them to go live with you. And uh, that way they can actually like meet and engage with the actual person who created the product. Okay. Right. And so now, now it's almost like, you know, I mean, if, if so some, it's like, it's more of like a, like a recommendation as opposed to like, here's an affiliate or here's a product you have to buy yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Somebody randomly came up to you on the street and recommended a restaurant. You probably wouldn't. Yeah. I'll check that out. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> but if one of your buddies came to you and said, Hey, I get this buddy here, you know, and, and, you know, you're going to end up trusting them. Yeah. So, uh, the groups give you a huge opportunity to know, like, and trust. And, um, and I think that 
if you can focus on that the most, then you can easily, the products kind of sell themselves a little bit. Yeah. No, no, you, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sold. I'm getting on Facebook group, right? Yeah. So going, looking back for someone who's starting, wants to start to building a, build a Facebook group, like going back, like what would you do? Is there anything you would have done at least to start? Like if you focus was building a Facebook group, anything you'd focus on or maybe something you wouldn't do? Yeah. So if you're going to, if you're sitting there and going, Oh, now I need a Facebook group, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's not just remember that's a marketing tool, right? right? So you have to have a, an audience to build that Facebook group around. Right. And so the, the main thing is, you know, you have to get clear on who your niche is, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to go for people who fish, you know, or dads who fish, which would be sort of a sub niche of yep. fishing, you know, get laser specific with it. Um, and then, you know, kind of expand from there. So I've, I've taken some groups, for example, my, um, print on demand, yep. it used to be solely for t-shirt marketers. Well, what I started realizing is the market was telling me, Hey, we're more so print on demand, which was a lot more broad mm -hmm. than, you know, t-shirt marketing. Right. Um, cause that's socks. That's, um, you know, totes, that's everything. So I changed the group on that to print on demand and it went from like 5,000 people in that group to 30,000. So wow. a lot of times what you title your group, um, you know, you, you don't want it to be like, um, we love to fish. I mean, like yeah. be specific about what it is and then people, when they do the search, they're going to do it. So define who your audience is and then, um, you know, you got to initially put, push people in there manually. And then once the user generated content, so that'd be my second thing is, is once you define the niche, make sure it is going to be a niche where people can share, yeah. right? Share what they're actually, um, working on or, you know, things like that, because otherwise you don't want people to show up and just expect you to, you know, you know, entertain them per se, you know, right. you want everybody to kind of engage and, and they do the work for you. So you're not doing all the content yourself. Right. Yeah, you're relying on a full time job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do that every day. Absolutely. Awesome. And yeah, unless you unless you have a group that's built off of that, you know, monthly subscription or whatever yeah. it is, which I'm not even sure if that's, you know, against terms of service or not, but it could be, you know, as well, I think as, they're doing something now and I, I'm not even it's just kind of a side conversation, but yeah, doing something now where if you're a creator, you, you could you could be signed up some sort of monthly. Yeah. They went their little, thing. they went a little cut too of that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think I'm they're sure. going to, I read something about that, that they're going to try to, uh, sort of like their shops or whatever, like that yeah. they have now. So yeah, that's, you could that's be like a super fan. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Super fan, a top fan. You pay five bucks a month. Exactly. Yeah. Have you explored that at all? Or? I have, I, I tried the, uh, I tried that within one of the questionnaires. Okay. Um, like a really low, like dollar 99 even. Yeah. Cause I thought, man, if I'm getting 2000 people a day, um, and, you know, 20 people sign up a day. I mean, it, it adds up over time, but, uh, people just didn't, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I, I, I probably should have experiment experimented more with that, but I like it where I view all that as like the, like Facebook, you know, they're not charging people for Facebook to mm -hmm. go on there. Right. It's the, it's the same concept. You know, you go on social media, what Facebook's doing is, is they're providing a platform where people can share user generated content. That's Facebook. And yep. then all of a sudden Facebook goes over the us advertisers and they say, Hey, we got all these people generating this content. You can, you know, zone in on who these people are and, and put your products in front of them. So that's where the money is at for them. And that's how I view the groups as, you know, a smaller social media, right? Cause that's where everybody's at anyways. Yeah. You know, you don't want to gone are the days where you can build out a form. Remember those days, yeah. you know, and people have to sign up for it and all that. So you leverage where everybody's at. And then, you know, once they're there, then that's where you start to bring in your affiliate products. You start to bring in the guests of affiliate products. 
um, and start to really sort of create a business within that affiliate, you know, product itself. Right. right? So you're able to, um, you know, become a face, a partner with them and the affiliate really doesn't even have to know, you know, yeah. because you can grab their links or you can create custom pages and things like that. Yeah. So. Can you, can you give me an, an example? Um, I would love to hear something like, so for example, where you did use uh, promote an affiliate offer. So like what, what happened when, when you did that? So how, what was the process and like what was the result? So what I like to do is when it comes to that, and, and again, I'm always thinking, so there's a couple ways you can yeah. keep it all within the group or if you continue to want to try to pull emails out. Mm -hmm. um, one case with the print on demand group, I had a uh, guest who had a similar product, but it was more niche, right? Like it was zoned in onto uh, Etsy. Okay. So it was like print on demand, but it was like an Etsy sort of sub niche of it. Yeah. And um, so what we did, it was I would create an event in the group and then rather than actually go live in the group, it would have an external link that would take them over to the um, webinar software that we used. Okay. And then once people did the webinar, um, then you're, you know, you're getting your emails when they register so you can follow up with them. But then, you know, when they're live on the webinar, then that's obviously we're going to do the selling and, and things okay. like that. So, and, and again, that's content, you know, yeah. webinars, that's one of my favorite selling tools because you're literally teaching them the whole webinar yep. and, you know, and then at the very end, the people that stick around, who's really interested, then you kind of pitch a soft offer there for them. So, okay. So that's one way. The other way is to simply just have a guest come do a live with you. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, you, you pitch a little presentation, uh, you know, teach, uh, answer questions at the end, and then you'd want to plug it in, um, you know, plug in the offer at the end like that. And just, you know, and that way they get to know the person, they, that way they get to hear their story. Yeah. Obviously people connect with emotion and stories a lot. So when you're able to do that and, um, and, and all that, I mean, it's, you know, what's left is to, uh, give them to offer something like that. So, right. What's the engagement like when you do something like that? You know, it's funny is on the initial lives, sometimes it's even with a, a huge group like that, 200,000, sometimes in the lives, there's only 50 people. Yeah. Right. But what happens is, is when it's done, then you have that recording. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can do what's called, uh, you can pin it as an announcement basically. Yeah. And so once new members come into the group, now that's like the first post they okay. see. And so then they can, you know, they can see that they can watch it. In fact, people will still type and chat on there as if yeah. it's still live, you know, like, and there's still <laughs> yeah. timestamps and stuff. I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a recording, but it, it, yeah, it shows up as live. Yeah. But I mean, the, you know, the other side of things is, is you can take that out of the group as well and then, you know, um, download it and then you can um, host it somewhere, whether it's on a, a you know, sales page or, or you know, a okay. landing page or yeah. say. And then you can eat, blast that out to all the members that join your group and all the emails that you extracted. Um, you can blast it out there as well and reach people even more. Because, you know, Facebook, they don't really, you know, even though you have that audience, um, they sort of put a cap on how much organic reach you can get. So, you know, is this, is this new or are they always in that? They did it with the pages and, and, and they're, uh, the, the groups get more exposure that okay. I've seen, but like pages, especially, I think it was like what two per, well, no, I remember, even. I remember when that happened because yeah. pages were huge. Oh, they were huge. I spent money on growing my page and yeah. then literally the month afterwards, uh, after spending all this money, they were like, nope, pages aren't going to be, yeah. <laughs> I think, used. I think it was like maybe 2% reach yeah. or something insane right. like that. Maybe even less, yeah. honestly. And so what they what did they want you to do? They wanted you to boost the post. Remember yep. that? Yep. So $5 and it's like, 
then you didn't get any analytics. You don't know right. any demographic information or location or things right. like that. So, um, you know, when it comes to the group though, I noticed the lives, like they, whenever Facebook puts out a new feature, go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, so when, when the Facebook lives came out, they were rewarding people going live all the time. So you yep. would get so many people to come and just congregate and, right. and talk to you. Now that's starting to fade a little bit. So, but I mean, you know, anytime now they're going to have something else that they release the groups that will, will, you know, be a new feature that you can kind of, what's a trend or feature right now that people should be using on their groups. Yeah. I still think lives. Okay. I still think lives. Um, and you know, obviously a post is going to get more engagement if people, or I'm sorry, a post is going to get more exposure if people okay. are engagement or engage on it. So, um, anything that's going to have people, you know, comment like, or anything like that. So for example, um, with the furniture flipping business, what I'll do is I'll say, Hey, what are you guys working on this week? Mm -hmm. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, 50 comments come in. I'm working on this in my garage. I'm working on that now that post is getting boosted. Right. Okay. So now more people out of the 200,000 log into Facebook, bam, there it is in their newsfeed. And then they yeah. go, I'm working on this. So it just keeps, you know, so always think you're going to get a lot more, um, you know, engagement is fuel when it comes to your posts yeah. um, and, and to get the most out of them for sure. So, so to kind of wrap, wrap things up. So if you were to go back and start, if we want to start a Facebook group today, for example, yeah, like where do you start and what should you avoid? Well, if I was start a Facebook group, I would, you would have to, you know, you want to have an end game, mm -hmm. right? So you don't want to just, you know, if, if you want to go for something you're passionate about, go for it. Yeah. But then you're going to run into the issue of, okay, now I have, you know, 10,000 people in here. What do I do with them? Right. Right. And so you're going to kind of grow tired because nobody, you know, you're not getting paid for anything, right? Yeah. You're just kind of, you know, going at the keyboard all day and, and nothing in return. So I'd recommend, you know, if you're on, you know, if you're looking for a good product on ClickBank, um, to find something that maybe you're passionate about, maybe you're not, maybe you think that you can, maybe you know some people who are surrounding it. So get something where you might know a little bit about, mm -hmm. and then get, and that's gonna get you so far until there's enough people to sort of just take over with the content. Right. And then you're just there to support them. Mm -hmm. So, and I would always choose, I would always go for something that is, that is definitely user generated content, you know, worthy, I should say, yeah. where people are gonna go in there, they're going to share what they're working on and so asking questions, asking questions, yeah. need support, things like that. Um, and, and it just kind of bumps it all up from that as well. You know, they, they all kind of help each other out with that. So yeah. anything you should avoid, um, anything you should avoid would be, that's a good question. Um, I would say, I mean, not getting too distracted. So that's why it's really important to pick mm -hmm. something and stick with it because you know, if believe me, the first couple months there was crickets in there, you know? And yeah. so if I would have left that opportunity, uh -oh, my wire, yeah. if I would have left that opportunity and went somewhere else, you know, I mean, it, I, I would have missed out on the opportunity okay. of having all those. So stay laser focused with it, but you know, choose something that is going to be, uh, going to be rewarding. So don't, don't quit too soon. Don't quit too soon. Yeah. Never. I, I think that's actually really good advice. That's a good principle for a lot of areas <laughs> in life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not just Facebook groups. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, you know, final question, <clears throat> business life, whatever, you know, what's, what's working for you, man? You know, I, um, being ever, well, ever since even the lockdowns, I've just been so comfortable in my office chair. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being, you know, anything that I can just sit and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I love the science behind finding a niche and, and getting niche. Right. And yeah. so that would be another word of advice is people go too broad, you know, like they want to go like the lifestyle or yeah. they want to go too broad, but man, 
there are so many, like, I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than, you know, right. a small pond and a big, or a small fish in a big pond. You want to go for something that you can just dominate. And there are like a lot of opportunities out there when it comes to that. So I've just been zoning. I've always been a really niche guy like that. And so, um, the, the riches are in the niches. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, so how can people find you? Um, I am on Facebook, Brandon Garland, and um, I, I should have some friend requests left in there. Yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, that's my main. That's my main go-to right there is Facebook. And, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for for that. Yeah. Appreciate it, buddy. Cool. Thanks. Thank you.